Hey guys, this is Tay's Green Life with Dustin. Dustin, what do you do? I uh, book shows for Soulstorm Booking Agency. Okay. And uh, I put on metal shows for the people. And when you say people, um, does that mean like the local scene um, and the local people in the area? I try to book shows in the 757 and branch out and try to book shows in Richmond next year. Well, this year, I want to book in other places. I want to try to get out to uh, Roanoke. I want to try to get all over Virginia. Cool. Um, is your area uh, different than Richmond, do you think, like, scene-wise? Definitely. Uh, there's a lot more people in Richmond, mm -hmm. so you get a lot more engagement. You get a lot more packed shows. Um usually a lot more energy but the 757 definitely goes hard and represents the side that's cool that's cool um you said you do um your promoter so would it be soul storm is that what it's called yeah soul storm booking agency okay cool and uh what kind of bands do you book i try to mix it up um i like hardcore and beat down <laughs> um i like death metal i try to do something for everybody i try to book punk at times i try to book metalcore uh different lineups for different people i try not to just book one subgenre. try to book something for everybody and would you say you would have like a favorite one that you uh you tend to book more I definitely like beatdown music. Um, okay. I like hardcore. I like the energy that it brings. I like the chaos. I love the energy. It is different. Yeah. <laughs> um, what made you want to get into something like this? I was playing music for a while in a few different bands, and I got kind of burnt out. Yeah. On lugging drums to places different storage units different bands overwhelmed myself and i wanted to stay in the music scene but i didn't want to play music necessarily at that moment mm -hmm. and i noticed that there was like a lack of promoters there was only a few in the scene so i decided to try to put on shows and bring some really cool bands to the 757 yeah cool um so what um are some of the bands that you're going to be promoting um this year so this year i have some cool stuff um ah there's one i can't talk about yet but... <laughs> I have Cognitive coming to Richmond with uh, Summoning the Lick and Gorod and Flub. And I've got locals Gutted Christ and Yeet Cleaver on that. That's going to be a really cool one. Yeah, I saw that. I was yes. like, oh, God, that's going to be heavy. <laughs> I got a nice death metal uh, lineup coming to Riff House in Chesapeake. That's going to be Fathom uh, with Murder Horde and uh, ROTWL. 
that's going to be a, a fun death metal one. There's another one for March I haven't announced yet. It's really stacked. I'm really excited for it. I'm super but the next excited. one up is uh, Banana Slammer <laughs> with Yeet Cleaver, Betty Gray, and Contact Ease in Richmond. It's going to be at the bike shop. And oh, that's, yeah. yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Banana Slammer's some cool people. Yeah, I've been like uh, seeing a lot more people like coming out to Richmond and then a lot more people going to Chesapeake. Um, and I feel like both sides are like booming right now. Um, do you know why they're booming right now? Why, why do you think it's such a hot spot now? I feel like on the coast is going to draw a lot of people. And I feel like Richmond's just going to draw a lot of people. Mm -hmm. The scene in, in Richmond is, is huge. Yeah. <laughs> the death metal scene there the hardcore scene there it's crazy because you have people coming from all over to come to richmond yeah it's oh. insane <laughs> yeah yeah there's i mean shows go crazy man like shows at the warehouse shows at canal club the camel the bike shop they got all these cool venues in richmond and people show up and they pack out venues yes yes that's super exciting like it used to be like really small and now it's just like overwhelming people are coming but also i feel kind of like old um mm. i'm like i feel like i'm around so much like younger crowd maybe it's just like i don't know it's all like the the 18 year olds and the 19 year olds coming out to the canal club experience and the scene from the first time and i'm like i'm like been to this like so many times yeah and i'm just like oh you guys don't even know real metal but i'm glad you're out here <laughs> um and it's it's good it's good that the younger generation seems more interested than when we were like younger because i was like bullied for liking like the type of music that i like today and for who i was and it's different having like all this overwhelming crowd of people that used to bully me now like preaching the hardcore scene yeah now accepting everybody and saying you know we are unity we are yeah. hardcore yeah and like hardcore was always like that like there was it wasn't i mean some spots were like disrespectful but like not everything was disrespectful not everything was negative like half the metalheads i know are like the coolest people and like would never hurt me and it's strange to see now yeah it's a whole compassionate community but people wouldn't think that from the outside they would just think oh look at these violent kids or whatever angry kids and we're not we're just like people that just like i don't know feel the music differently than other people um Definitely. and even though like like you said earlier like you don't really care to play you know like music that's how like i feel like i don't really I don't really care to do it. It's not something like I want to spend my time doing. And like the fact that like I get people talking to me about things is like insane. <laughs> like yeah. I've never like, I think I've only been doing this for like a year, year or so. And now like people are like, please, 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 please. I know you, please, please. And I'm like, just relax, relax. I got a plan. Just let me like get to the people that are actually doing stuff for the scene. And that's what I've seen you're doing. You're like promoting the scene and trying to get like 
people out there and exposure and these events and that's that's really dope yeah i try not to just be one of those guys that books shows and only goes to the shows i book because other people have crazy cool stuff happening in in the 757 and in richmond there's a lot of cool stuff going on i mean the virginia scene's booming for what it is like as much as East Coast touring bands skip out on maybe Virginia or especially Virginia Beach because it's just out of the way on an interstate run. Yeah. When you're when you're going down the East Coast. Richmond's just closer to everything. It's Yes, yeah, it's like with, right there. You know, <laughs> it's with DC. It's yeah. on the way to, you know, rally or whatever. So 757 kind of gets left out on a lot of tours, but you have some pretty cool other promoters that bring in really cool lineups, like really stacked tours. And I'm grateful for that because it's, it's a lot more than one person. Mm -mm. It's a lot more than one band. It's a lot more than, it's a whole community of people yes that make it happen which is really cool like i feel like i wouldn't know like some of the bands that i know now if it wasn't for like other people um like sometimes i won't even listen to the band i'll just like want to be surprised when i go in and i'm like oh yes and then like i start following them and then i start talking to them and like i think that's that's really cool like going to like all these other shows and meeting people and talking about things and like sharing promoting even the little things like yeah. littlest exposure helps and um networking and community that's like the only thing that really matters yeah everybody's kind of connected in a way in the scene like somebody knows somebody and that somebody goes to these shows and yes. or they know the people that put on these shows or they're homies with the bands that play at these shows. It's really cool. I, I love how interconnected it is. It's not it's not like a bunch of strangers performing for people. No, we're all bros. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a big community. <clears throat> what are some things you feel like the scene needs more? I feel like the scene needs more more hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the scene needs more unity as far as like the different genres and people sticking to maybe one genre or maybe not going to a show because it's a mixed genre lineup like you know just kind of being a little too into their own thing to the point of they can't enjoy other experiences you know like um because not every show is going to be straight up just the same thing yeah and it's kind of hard to make it like and it kind of narrows down your audience because you're limiting what people want to listen to. Yeah. Um, I feel like 
more bands need to come to Virginia. <laughs> they I do. feel like uh, East Coast tour hitting Virginia shouldn't be just DC or Richmond. Yeah, I feel like it should move a little bit further down too. Like, or at least find somewhere in the middle. Because um, half the time they don't even hit Richmond. They normally go to the Canal Club or yep. the National. And that's like... They're looking for the biggest place. Yeah, and I'm just like... There's so much like other spots in the area that should get clout. Like, like, like that's there's a nice scene yeah. in Charlottesville. Yes, there's a nice scene in Roanoke. Like, uh, there's so many spots. My friend Christopher Rowe, he books shows at Lurking Class Skate Shop in Roanoke. It's a sick venue, and some really yeah. cool, some really cool lineups have come through. Like that mugshot tour hit that place and it went nuts they have a cool scene there but like like i said before most tours if they don't know the area they're gonna skip out on that and they're gonna hit richmond or dc mm -hmm. and they're gonna hit the biggest crowd the biggest venue possible for the biggest crowd which would be pretty much canal club or <laughs> uh the national the the bigger venues are just they they pander to the bigger bands more it's all about numbers yeah i mean on a local level there's a lot of smaller venues but for big tours they're just gonna go to those big venues <clears throat> I actually started going to um, another round, which is in Richmond, um, and it's a little dive restaurant, a little, and you go in the back room, there's like um, a stage and they have like tables set up for like merch and stuff like that. And like, it's the coolest atmosphere because everyone's just like, they're supporting the bands and I wish more people would go there because that's a lot of local bands hit that spot. Um, yeah, um, who who owns it? His name's Brian. Brian, like, I go there, like, they have, like, free metal uh, Fridays. Metal Friday. Yeah, they do a lot of, like, promotion and stuff like that. And they're always looking for bands. And I wish more people would come out. Because it's, it, this is where a lot of local bands literally come. and Or the bike shop. Yeah, the bike shop. Yeah. That one's a good one, too. Um, there was the show I went to that was under a bridge. Um, I know that spot. I yeah. know exactly. Yeah, that one's pretty cool too. I mean, even though it's kind of like, you know, super, it's like a little nowhere. <laughs> it's super DIY. Yeah, and like, but it's like awesome though. Like yeah. you're you're just like in nature playing a metal show, or like house shows. Like I wish like people would like come together and be like, hey, we should all have like shows. And <laughs> Yeah, I wish people could have house shows where everybody can come in, mm -hmm. respect the house, and not trash it, or <laughs> somebody call the cops for, you know, a noise issue. Like, yeah, it it's used annoying. to be so much easier. It is a lot stricter and harder nowadays to do that type of stuff. Yeah, people are just like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. it's, it's still early, lady. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like noise ordinances don't mean anything because people can call and make a noise complaint. Yeah, and then you have to like shut down and then you got to kick everybody out. Mm-hmm. And there's like 20 to 30, 40 people just hanging out and parking and having a good time and they're drinking. And then you have, I think I went to one and it got shut down because there was underage drinking. And I was like, come on. <laughs> there's Why always some bad apples to ruin things for people. Yeah, I'm just like, just why don't you just ID people? Like, just just look at people. Like, stop, like, don't let minors in the scene. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I really, cool. I really like venues. I'm starting to like venues more than bar venues because yeah. you just get rid of the whole alcohol aspect of things. And it can be, it can be a whole different vibe. Mm-hmm. Because you get one, you know, drunk person that can't handle themselves at a show. Yeah. And it, and things can go south really fast. And nobody likes to deal with, you know, somebody that's being ignorantly drunk like that. I feel like a lot of people have, like, as I was drinking, um, use substance. <laughs> um, but, like, I feel like people should be responsible about it, definitely. Um don't be ignorant about it. If you're going to drink, you probably shouldn't going out. You should probably be at home. Um, and not on the road. Like I was, cause I got, I worked on New Year's and I got off late and I'm like taking an exit and there's just people like swerved over into the ditch. And I was like, you know what? It's just, y'all clearly shouldn't be driving. <laughs> and like, why? Um, and I, I think that's cool. Like I think another round actually stopped cause you could smoke cigarettes in there. Now they're like, no, stop. I've seen that recently that they uh, changed it from no smoking in the venue. And that's cool because some people are sensitive to that stuff. And, you know, the more people that you cater to and pander to, the more people are going to come to your establishment. Yes. You know, it should be for the people. It's, It's not a business in the aspect of we're going to make it to where this will make the most money. We want to make it comfortable for the most amount of people. We want to make it a nice, cool space for people to go to. And, like, not, like, make it seem like it's a horrible thing to have, like, metal and all that around. Like, it's not. Not all of us are bad people. And, like, we need to stop doing things that make it seem like we are bad people, you know? But still, like, if we want to fuck shit up, we're allowed to at the same time. (laughs) Like, everyone else does it. Yeah. what are some things you should, uh, you sh- sorry, what are some things that you would tell someone trying to get into the scene or in the field or anything that involves music? As a, as a music listener or as somebody playing music? Um, I mean, as someone playing music, I mean, we, we can jump on that. Um, but I mean, like, sorry um like it's someone who wants to do like what we do for like the exposure bands and the promoting and just doing anything for the scene other than playing music ah there's there's a lot of different outlets and things that people do yeah um like interviewing people that's one way of being engaged in the scene and developing relationships with people there's a lot of uh people doing cool stuff like photographers videographers people that document 
shows and the moments that everybody remembers there's people that you know will travel from try to go to every single show that they can you have those diehard people yeah you have people that even as small as sharing somebody's show flyer on social media can open up the audience to a whole nother group of people and you can expand this and that goes towards growing your scene and developing yes you know a sense of community more and i really i really like that aspect of it the unity part of it the, the part that we're all doing different things at different paces with different people in different places but we are all coming together in the yes. same sense yeah I, I totally agree. yeah i think it's great because like when i talk to people that's why i'm so like i'm really big on trying to get businesses to start talking to me and like artists because like it's not just the music you know it's the sound guys it's the promoters it's the merch table people it's the it's all the other side people help too and that's what we need to start talking about like the ones that are like trying their hardest to follow something that they enjoy and to help you out like gotta help them out a little bit too um and even helping the band out like what is it people think bands have money they don't they don't (laughs) the more i talk to them i'm like yeah that's a common thing it's okay i don't have money either so we're all just you know not having money right now but like we're also people (laughs) like yeah i'm in a band but i'm also a person that has to work every day you know um not me as a you know person but like there are people that work really hard and then they have to do band like a and a band is a business too Mm -hmm. like all of that is being combined and like it just makes it easier when you have people coming to your shows and buying your merch and stuff like that because you're helping the little people out too by you know then helping and everyone's just helping everybody you know yeah and the thing is it's like it doesn't (laughs) really matter how good your band is because if you don't know people and people don't know you if you don't have that sense of community then there won't be a community to come support you yeah you kind of have to be a part of it for the people to come out yeah you have to go to shows you have to like like i i try to like go to everybody but sometimes i'm like i do work like a full-time job so yeah. it's just like i'm I'm just gonna share your band information like if i yeah. can do something like that so can you if you're not gonna go to their show just share their post like somebody's gonna see that and then be like oh yeah i'm gonna go you know that looks cool whoever they are they look cool like half the bands that i actually like see it's normally like a first time thing. Um, Cause I'm like, Ooh, they just, they sound cool, whoever they are. And like, I'll click on their name and look at them and I'll be like, I want to see them live. So then I see them live and I'm like, I want to interview them. I want to talk to them. Oh, yeah. And um, that normally work, works out for me because that band is like, Oh my God, you came to my show and thought I was cool. Like that helps people. And like, that's all I want to do is like help people and talk to people and just like, be aware of what's going on in Richmond, you know? Yeah. There's a lot going on in Richmond to the point to where it's kind of hard to keep track of. Yes. 
it's really hard to keep track of because a lot of times you'll have multiple shows going on in the same days. Oh God. Cause they'll be like, people be like, no, 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 you have to come to my show and come. To, and I'm like, I'm going to try to do what I can do. You know, I can't like hit like three different like shows in one day. So I try to like hit the ones I know that, that other bands will be at like, and because then I can like talk to a m multiple people a multiple group and it's not just the one shows you have to go to a couple of them if you're going to be in the scene you know like you can't just go to one and be like eh, i helped out one time that i'm part of the scene no you have to be there like all the time and you have to like promote and share and talk to them because that's all they want you know <laughs> they don't want you to like be like oh my god you're so sexy blah 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 you have they're people. They want to know that right. they did good, like on the stage. And same with businesses, like coming and buying something that someone made. It helps that person out. It helps their self esteem. It helps their mental uh, capacity. All of that. And like, no one does that enough. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, someone else will buy it. Someone else will buy it. And I'm like, that someone else could be you. You know, just help someone out when you can. Yeah. Anytime. I've ever booked a band or went to a show. I've always tried to grab a piece of merch. Yes. If they had the time and energy to drag it out of their vans and take it out of the totes and sort it from sizes that are rolled up, taped up, and they do all this effort to drag all this stuff around after they put hard work into making it or paying yeah. somebody to make it, it's the least you can do because usually, let's say, a a ticket to a show is like 10 bucks. Let's say there's five or six bands. It's like $2 <laughs> or less per band per person. Mm -hmm. I think bands deserve more. Definitely. You know? So merch is where people really get their money from. That's how they fund their band things. Yes. They don't take stuff out of their personal bank account and say, okay, this is band money. Now they have like, a band account basically it's like okay mm -hmm. we're gonna sell these cds we're gonna sell these stickers we're gonna sell these hoodies we're gonna sell these shirts we're gonna sell these shorts yeah. anything that they can get beanies but it all goes back into either getting more or something else that is involved with the band like recording or maybe they're gonna release a new ep through a bigger platform so they can gain more reach and that stuff costs money like yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's um, not cheap either nothing is cheap like starting a business is not cheap either like you have to take that risk you know um because if you don't then like um it's not gonna matter like yeah. Don't like just because you fail, don't like give up either. Um, because if that's the case, then like, what's the point? You know, like, why not go see a new band that you've never heard before? Like, why not? Like, Some who are you hurting? <laughs> I feel like it's harder as of recent years because we're just in like an economic rut. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, you know, ever since COVID, ever since, you know, people had any type of break in their consistency of full-time work or, you know, people losing the jobs or businesses shutting down or 
a lot of stuff's gone wrong in the past couple years to make it to where it's not as easy for somebody say to say that okay i'll go out this weekend i'm gonna go to this show friday and this show saturday now they're picking which one they want to go to or they can't go it's just not as easy as it used to be and covid kind of slowed down yeah the energy and the amount of people that would come out to shows like they would have giant sold out festivals and then they said everybody isolate and i everybody kind of changed because of that and i haven't seen the same the same packed amount of people really yeah because i mean people are still scared but like it's starting to pick up again. I'm starting to notice. Like there, when we, uh, what was it? Uh, two shows. What was it? Pierce of Vale at the Canal Club, like sold out like really quickly. Um, and then like the Bad Omen show, show literally sold out pretty quickly. Like um, I'm also going to go see Spirit Box in um, April. And nice. that show is also sold out. <laughs> I'm just like, what, what is yeah. going on here? Um, and I'm just like, if if you can sell out these big events, you could definitely sell out like local shows too. Um, yeah, because there is a scene kind of coming out of like their dormancy. Yes, a lot a lot of bands had postponed, had canceled or postponed tours. Yes, in here and other countries, they it messed up their album releases. So I know people are itching to get on the road, and like big names are making big moves. Yes, they are. It's kind of really, really cool to see everything kind of blossom back into what it was, but even better this time. Yeah, I think because metal is coming up. Um, like I used to get bullied. <laughs> like I just said this earlier, I got bullied for like listening to this type of music and being this type of person. Like, and now all of a sudden it's a trendy movement now, and yeah. I'm just like, what the. That makes no sense to me at all but i'm like i'm happy about it but at the same time i'm like what the heck are you guys doing what's what's going on here <laughs> it's really crazy i i would like crazy example but like turnstile on a taco bell commercial <laughs> that like i i wouldn't have thought something like that would be so normalized that it can be just presented to the public like that it's not saying turnstile is like yeah crazy heavy but it's just it's very different the times are changing and things are becoming more acceptable yeah like there's a lot of weird things happening right now even like fast food apparently is in the food pyramid don't believe me you gotta look it up gotta look it up um that is a true story right now <laughs> oh um they took out like a couple things in the food pyramid and they put in like fast food and junk food in the food pyramid and said this is your your food category now and i was like I don't know about that. That does not sound correctly. So like, mm, there's a lot of weirdness going on right now. It's, things are just weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to end this conversation, we do have six minutes. Um, is there anything you want to go over before we get out of this call? Um, I, 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 I've been booking shows. I started Soulstorm on New Year's 
of last year. So I just reached a year of booking shows and looking back and seeing the things that I've done and seeing things I can improve on or things that I do want more of and I want less of. I think 2023 is going to be a lot bigger and a lot better. It's a lot. There's so much stuff that I have that's unannounced or I can't talk about yet. Yeah. But I've got stuff booked out till close to the end of the year already. And it's, it's just January. And that's crazy to me because the first show I booked was maybe three months out. Now I'm booking shows seven, eight months out. And you get these big tour offers and things just kind of snowball into bigger things really quickly. And this one year, it's taken me pretty far. And I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to see the progress of other people because I see other people growing with me. Yes. I see, you know, the bands that have been playing shows are now doing little tour runs or maybe they're headlining shows now or they're dropping their albums in ready to get like in means of getting ready for a tour and to see local bands as a headliner or supporting act on the tour it just shows how the scene's growing leaps and bounds and these bands weren't but so long ago they were new they were they were still like developing and people are developing and finding their sound people are checking out bands and they're getting into them and now people have followings and now no matter where they go they say all right these are my boys take care of them these are my boys go see them and that's really cool um it's just a lot of people supporting the scene now and a lot of people wanting to help out and like i've only been doing the podcast for almost not even almost a year maybe like seven months um and now i'm on season two and like sometimes you have to take a break um Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to stop going to shows for a little bit because you need to stack on money um like i don't make money all the money that i get is from my hard work you know with my other job so i'm trying to like figure out ways to monetize and that's where the stress is coming from because i i like to help out people but i need new equipment to help out people (laughs) um But, you know, I'll figure it out. And I mean, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep trying because that's what matters. You have to keep trying. Um, Absolutely. Don't give up. Um, which we're about to be done with our call. I would love to hear your tags before we leave the phone call. Your your name, where, where, where can I follow you? So I'm Dustin Pugh on social media, on Facebook. I'm Soulstorm Booking Agency on facebook on instagram and i post all the show announcements there i post upcoming bands i post as much as i can (laughs) to uh keep people in the loop because i'm just one cog out of many in the machine of the scene Mm -hmm. 
And I'm just trying to do my part in helping the community have more shows. Yes. Because sometimes there's a lack of them. Sometimes there's not. But just to have shows to go to means a lot for people who are invested in the scene. Yes, I totally agree. Um, I appreciate this conversation and I hope to see more from you. I appreciate you so much.